Hello folks, Mike Bradley from the North Riverside Library here. On this week's episode of the Tech Team Podcast, Empress Sarah and I are talking about how we're getting rid of digital clutter and using technology and the internet as a force of good in our lives. Before we get started, I also want to remind everyone that the library is now open for curbside pickup and we're excited to be back. Hours are limited, so please check out our website for the full details. Now, let's get to the show. For this episode, we kind of are dealing with the overarching theme of, you could call it digital minimalism, you could call it uh, trying to remove digital distraction, basically trying to use the internet and technology as a positive force in your life rather than as a negative one. Uh, We're going to talk about a few different things uh, on these topics. Uh, Right here at the top, I I have a a quick who's back of the week segment. My who's back of the week is, well, it's, it's digital minimalism. And in particular, the author of the book on digital minimalism, whose name is Cal Newport, who's an influential figure in this area, has started a new podcast. And it's really, really terrific. Um, If you're not familiar with Cal Newport, he is a computer science professor at Georgetown. He's written books, um, many best-selling books. He is uh, kind of famous in the productivity community for his whole deep work idea or the deep work hypothesis, he calls it, which is basically just uh, the idea that to really get serious work done, you need to remove all, all of the distractions and set aside time to work on particular challenging tasks. So his, he had a, a popular book called Deep Work. And last year he published a book called Digital Minimalism, which is about removing the distractions that the technology brings and putting it putting it to work for you. Um, and it was really great. I, I, Highly recommend that book. As a matter of fact, I shouldn't say this as a librarian, but I don't read very many books. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> last year, his book, Digital Minimalism, was the only book I read in 2019. <laughs> so uh, that's the highest praise I, I can give it. <laughs> so everybody should uh, should check that out. And he has a, a new podcast that just came out um, a few weeks ago. It's called Deep Questions with Cal Newport, and he just answers his his questions that are submitted by readers of his blog. Um, so it's just it's just him answering questions, and he breaks it down into three categories. He answers questions about work, then he answers questions about technology, and then um, questions on what he calls the deep life. And I think it's fantastic. Um, he's been putting out one or two episodes a week um, since the end of May, and it's a it's a great place to start if you're interested in these ideas about digital minimalism and removing digital distraction. Um, I'd say highly recommend it. So that's who's back of the week is Cal Newport and digital minimalism. Can I ask you a question, Mike? Yes. Uh, so being as you dedicated the full 12 months of 2019 to reading this one book, <laughs> uh, are there any like really good takeaways from the book about digital minimalism that you implement in your own life? Well, I think the main, the main thing that I took away from it is not that it's, 
it's not an anti-technology notion. Um, it's just that that you need to be really careful when you introduce new technologies into your into your life. So it's it's when you're going to use a new service or even just a new app, you have to carefully consider what are the benefits that this is going to bring for me and do those benefits outweigh any potential you know, negative influence it's going to have. Um, he used this analogy that I thought was really powerful, which was we talked about, there was a chapter where he talked about um, Amish communities and how there's like a misconception that the Amish people don't use any technology when in fact a lot of Amish communities will have like high-tech equipment in, in the community that helps with various parts of the farming or dealing with the animals, but but they will only bring something in after they have super carefully considered it and tested it and made sure that it doesn't take anything away from uh, the other parts of their lifestyle and only brings them actual benefit. And we kind of have to look at technology the same way in, in our lives um, rather than just um, seeing it as always great and the answer to everything to realize that everything has pitfalls and you just need to be more careful with what you use and how you use it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way to approach it too, because I think often I overload my devices with apps that I think will help me, but I don't consider like really what they're adding to my life, except sort of the guys that I have it all together, you know, these some productivity apps or, games or you know things that i think will be beneficial to my life but really they're just you know taking up my energy and wasting my time <laughs> <laughs> yes that's that's true and i think that a lot of times we get kind of frazzled by all of these all of these new technology things and there's a tendency when when that happens to look at the answer we think that the answer to these problems is to add even more technology it's like trying to use technology to solve the problems that were caused by the technology in the first place and um a lot of times the answer is not to not to find more but to use less so um it's good stuff i, I highly recommend that book or check out his his blog um it's really good stuff so on that note let's do let's Let's do our one in one out segment. This is, I think this is a really fun idea. So this was your idea, Sarah. Why don't you tell us about what you're, you're hoping to get out of one in one out? So um, I guess the origins of the one in one out segment come from uh, back in the days before COVID when we would hang out at the desk and notice that for everything that seems to sort of like for every problem that uh, let's say that we kind of resolved at work, another one would show up. Like uh, when we got rid of the stamps for the due dates on the cards um, and we got the printers, then like uh, the, they would print way too much and it would be annoying. You know, those like, so we got rid of the problem of having to stamp a million cards every day, but we added another problem. Um, and in less negative light, <laughs> I was thinking um, that we could sort of twist this segment and talk about something that we want to get rid of 
in terms of uh, technology that might be cluttering our life or adding clutter to our life um, and what we want to add, maybe technology wise or because this is a tech podcast and we don't want to like just completely say technology is bad. There are useful ways to use it. So what useful ways can we add to our life to replace that uh, something that was negative? Sure. Sure. Mm, I like that. All right. Well, why don't you go first then, Sarah? You can set the stage for us here. Okay. So my one out is an app that has been sucking up all of my time in quarantine and making it not as productive as it could be, um, which is TikTok. I know a couple episodes ago I was talking about how great TikTok was, but uh, you have to have some sort of, you have to have some discipline um, and understanding like spending way too much time on an endless scrolly type of app will like make you less productive and suck up time that you could be using for something else. Um, and it's also, it can be kind of toxic sometimes to get wrapped up in anything that's happening on social media just because of the nature of it. So I think it would be beneficial for my overall wellness to maybe unload the TikTok app for a little while um, and get rid of that one for a bit and take some time away from it. And in its place, my one in, I have downloaded the Headspace app um, and I'm trying to spend the time that I would spend on TikTok, just like mindlessly scrolling and feeding an algorithm data about me, spend it meditating and centering myself in an accessible way because stuff like meditation, I think, can feel really inaccessible. And one thing about technology is that it makes the inaccessible accessible to everyone, which is a really positive thing. So yeah, those are my picks. That's interesting. I have um, not used um, any of these meditation apps. I, I have not. I have not done that. Are you finding? Uh, how long have you been using it? Just a couple days. They really guide you through it and make it really easy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm like, I, if I've developed a practice yet. No. So I don't know how beneficial it is in that regard. But as an introduction to that sort of thing, very very beneficial. I would say. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. I might look at it. So you would record, you say it's very accessible. It makes this very. topic accessible for anybody. Yeah. Okay. Good times. Good times. <laughs> um, uh, oh, this is, this one is interesting because I already know that the app that I am taking out is one that Empress is putting in. So this is, <laughs> this is going to, this is going to be, uh, I want to, I want to hear, uh, more about this. Um, why don't here I'll go first, Empress, and sure. and then we'll then we'll get to you because this is this could be an interesting uh, debate. So the app that I am taking out is Twitter, and some of the reasons that I'm uh, taking it out have to do with what Sarah was saying about the the endless scrolling and how it it to me I can I can find it to be a distraction, but I think even more so than that these days I don't know if it's if, if it's always been this way um, or if it's just been kind of amplified lately, but whenever I would look at uh, Twitter recently, it was like um, there seems to be just a, a whole extra order of magnitude of like, of like outrage going on on Twitter these days, mm-hmm. um, specifically in like, in like uh, media types and people who, 
who co- people who are in the media who cover things and they're like oh there's a lot of um uh what's the right word there's a lot of uh, back and forth between media people almost like squabbling with each other to the point where it's kind of for me cutting out the actual news that they're talking about to where everything is just about who said what and what's wrong with what this person said and i just found it like really exhausting lately so um so i just i just got rid of it but, yeah you know um we live uh, in really outragey times so i it's i guess it's reflected in twitter these days i think maybe maybe so or maybe it's just um i i i'm trying i'm not doing a great job of this but i'm trying to read more uh long, longer form stuff when i'm reading things on the internet these days um because I'm, I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed by things like Twitter and maybe the ease at which it allows people to just like blast a whole bunch of stuff out <laughs> at once. And it's not the most well-considered uh, things, things to read. I'd rather read something that people have spent like a lot of time crafting, if that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I see. So, um, so that's why I'm taking it out now. The, and then what I'm replacing it with is I'm not actually replacing it with another app because I already had an app on my phone. I use the um, Keep Notes, which is the standard Google Android note-taking app. Um, but one of the things I use Twitter for, even when I wasn't reading it, I kept the app on my phone because um, because I was using it as sort of like a quick note-taking service. <laughs> so instead of like you using it to read, I would, I would have it on my home screen. And when I would open it, I would just type, um, I would just type something that I wanted to remember or just jotting a quick note down. I would type it in as a tweet, but since my account is protected and only I can see the tweets. So then it was just, my timeline was just notes to myself basically. Um, and I I found that to be kind of a, uh, a fun way to use Twitter. Um, but since I didn't want to have the app at all right now, um, I've replaced it by just using the keep notes and in particular using the voice note feature. Um, there's a little shortcut um, on the icon that I can go right to a voice note and it will transcribe what I said. Usually it gets it right. Um, and this was kind of inspired by something Sarah said on this show a few weeks ago about how typing is typing is no fun. What did you say? There's no dopamine rush from typing on your yeah. phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I have replaced that that aspect that I was using Twitter for by using voice notes in the Google Keep app. Um, so that's that's my one in one out. But Oops. I know Empress, you, you're gonna have a different take, so I'd like to hear your thoughts. Oh well, I mean, I I love the fact that you know you're reusing Twitter. Uh, you know, it's faults of the endless rolling and extra madness. I understand. You know, there are times where you might have to put the phone down on that app in particular. But the reason why I would keep it is because of the fact that it keeps up with current news updates. Like, I always get that one update, like, instantaneous. Hey, um, the NHL, nine people, oh, nine players caught not COVID-19. That was a trending topic. The other trending topics is pretty, uh, especially like in the United States, they're pretty much, you know, updated every so often, as well as I like, you know, 
the memes in this time <laughs> we just need some something just to laugh at especially seeing the news and other social media outlets you're just bombarded with so much negativity and i figure like the the meme community on twitter is outstanding like there are times where it's like i have to send this to my mom because it's so hilarious and also the commentary like when you're actually engaging with other Twitters, uh, tweeting, uh, yeah, Twitter accounts, or say if you're going under, you know, your mayor of your town's account, you can actually, you know, engage and actually talk with one another to actually see how you feel. Like you actually can post how you feel about, you know, the said topic, which, you know, my reason to X out Facebook is because of that. Facebook, they, for me, um, which it happened to me before I had posted something and they instantly blocked my account for about <laughs> oh, two weeks straight. And I had to prove that it was actually. So that's one thing I do like about Twitter. Like you, I feel like you have more a open, you know, you have open room just to say how you feel. Granted, there are some rants, but then again, some rants do make a point. And also, it's like you can just say how you feel right then and there. Whereas Facebook, granted, you could say how you feel, but if it's not up to their, you know, standards, which they have very, you know, they have a whole lot of codes with that. It's 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 too much. Also with Facebook, it just, you know, for me, it just changed over time completely. At first, it was just, you know, statuses and pictures, statuses and pictures. Then here comes the stories. Then here comes the reactions. And then this and then that. I, uh, it was just too much for me. For Facebook, I just want to post what I want to post, say my commentary, you know, watch funny memes, and that's it. That's all. And, I mean, like, I just logged into Facebook not too long ago, and I'm just, like, I'm, I'm looking at it like, oh, my gosh, this is just too much for me. I, I just can't deal, deal with Facebook. I would rather deal with Twitter in that case. And another point for you, Empress, memes on Facebook, trash. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Or the stupid madly. 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 Things be popping off on Twitter first. Yes. And then they get stolen and put on Instagram. Thank Look, you. Instagram memes are just tweets anyway. It's just pictures of tweets. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and on Facebook, it, God knows what that meme went through before it got to Facebook. <laughs> to be honest, you know, so many cyclings. It's just ridiculous. It's even on Twitter, people make fun of people who are still using Facebook. They, they even say like, oh my gosh, wait till Facebook finds out about this. Like, three months ago, three months later. It's like hilarious. So, I mean, teach their own though. Teach their own. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, I fully support not having Facebook on your phone. I haven't had Facebook on my phone in many years. Um, it's really, it's really not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not at all. Uh, in the same, kind of in the same spirit of one in one out, we are um, to expand on this a little more. We thought it'd be a good idea to do another Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore of the top four beneficial things that you can do online or on the internet. I know we've kind of said a lot so far about bad things. <laughs> <laughs> things that we don't that we don't like about 
being online. So maybe it'll be fun to reverse that a little and talk about the good, the good thing. Do you want to start again, Sarah? Sure. Um, I try to at least, like, I, I do make a serious attempt in my life to, if I'm addicted to my phone already, to make sure I'm doing productive things on it. And one of my favorite things to do that I don't feel clutters my life or makes me feel guilty for spending too much time looking at a screen is to read on my phone. And there are so many apps. Like I, I know nobody is surprised that I'm saying read a book. Nobody is surprised. <laughs> Nobody's surprised that this is on this list. I get it. It's like broken record at this point. But honestly, honestly, if you want to scroll through uh, Twitter at some point, if you're scrolling through, scrolling through Twitter all day, you are um, going to end up at a point where there is no updates on your timeline. And you're just updating it, updating it. And at this point, it's like a compulsion. And you're starting to feel crazy because you're just waiting for the screen to update. Like, it's going to tell you something that's going to save your life. You know what never needs an update? This <laughs> 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 is very <laughs> metaphor. But uh, you never run out of something to read if you're reading a book. You get to the end of the book and you start a new one. There's always something else to read. You're never going to be waiting on an update. And it's always available to me, especially since I make a habit of using Libby to get uh, eBooks for free from using my library card account. I always have something at my hands to help me and and I'm rambling at this point. You guys know I love reading. <laughs> reading, on your, <laughs> reading on your phone is a great way, if you need to be looking at your phone, open a book. <laughs> They're on there, I promise. Even on your phone. <laughs> um, yeah. Another Another thing, now that I've exhausted why reading books is great. Um, <laughs> another thing that I've really come to appreciate that I never used before the pandemic is FaceTime or any sort of video chat app that you might use. I honestly never, ever, ever before we were quarantined uh, voluntarily FaceTime someone unless it was like something that they suggested first like it was never my my um first choice in how to contact people but now that we haven't been able to like spend time with loved ones physically uh FaceTiming has connected people in like whole new ways it's um I even FaceTimed a friend the other day for like two hours and we didn't do anything they were like <laughs> We just were hanging out together as if she was in my bedroom, but um, social distance and totally safe. It was great. I think that uh, <laughs> out of all the technologies that we were promised, video chat or like video phone, all of that, it's pretty cool that we have that at the palm of our hand now these days. Uh, yeah, I never really, um, I never really used the, any of the video calling, uh, um, the video calling stuff, but I, I'm kind of starting to see the value in that because of, because of this whole pandemic shelter in place, quarantine kind of time that we're in. Um, it might be nice to get that more personal touch. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's better than being on the phone because you don't actually have to say anything. And that's, that's what I just realized. Like, silences <laughs> are okay because you're just like vibing with somebody. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's hard to vibe with someone if you can't see their face. Um, 
The next thing on my list is uh, something that I've gotten more into recently, which is digital bullet journaling and planning. There are a bunch of apps. This happened when I started going back to work uh, at the library. Um, I decided to put my hours into my phone, into my calendar on my phone. So like Apple Calendar. And I realized like, hey, this is pretty convenient to have like all these timetables laid out here and the way that they... I know another thing that I'm like late to the game too, but um, using the the Apple calendar was pretty sweet to keep things organized. So I've been expanding that and looking into different ways to like organize your life, to-do lists and sort of thing in an integrated way. And if you have access to things like, uh, you know, uh, smart pens and like writing tablets and stuff like that, you can totally have your bullet journal, but digitally. And I think that's really cool. Um, This is something I've been looking into lately. It's a positive thing because it organizes your life and keeps you productive, but also can be a creative outlet for a lot of people. A lot of people like to doodle and keep journals and stuff like that. Sure. But you can do it um, now on your devices, which I think is cool, too, because it's free. You don't have to buy a bunch of supplies and a fancy notebook and new pens or anything like that. If you have a phone, you can do it. So that's all right. Oh, sorry, yeah. your mic. Oh, I was just gonna say that, you know, that was kind of the um, what the pre the pre smartphone era when everyone was carrying around the uh, well, it, not everyone, but when like business people were, they would always have their fancy like PDA, you know, uh, pocket yeah. assistant things, and um, the the smartphone is like a natural evolution of that and one of the more productive things you can do with it yeah totally and if you're going that's in my other point if you're going to be spending time on your phone like do something like that <laughs> you know <laughs> don't talk sure. off on twitter just do something like that i mean anyway the last thing on my list here my little mount rushmore of productive things and good things to do with your technology is uh, taking online classes, which these days gets a bad rep, but I don't mean like you're an online college course. I mean stuff like Coursera or Skillshare or even just like following YouTube tutorials to learn a new skill, I think is a way of using technology at at its best and to enrich and edify you. Um, I've been dabbling throughout this pandemic and quarantine now that we've had more time with um watercolor classes calligraphy classes um some coding classes that I took for a little while too um it's been really fun to try out different things that I never would have otherwise and to develop new skills that could potentially help me in the future you know I think it's it's another cool thing that we can do with technology that not enough people take advantage of I think that's very I have not been doing any of that during this pandemic, <laughs> but I should be. Yes, we definitely we all should be. Uh, this is the perfect time for it. But um, instead, I have been just I- indulging all the usual distractions, <laughs> which is why this is, this episode is very timely <laughs> for me. Well, yeah, I think so. That's a, kind of my inspiration for doing it now. You know. <laughs> Anyway, that's not Rushmore, guys. 
Thank you. Oh, Who do you want to go next, Empress, or you want me to go next? Um, you need to go next. I don't mind. Okay. So my first beneficial thing is just getting off of social media and not necessarily getting off of it completely, but again, with the theme of making it work for you and not against you, some of the things that I find really helpful, like I said, I don't use Facebook on my phone, but I do occasionally visit Facebook on, you know, like from a computer, from like a laptop. And um, I, but I don't, look at the news feed because you know that's just going to take you down a bottomless pit of despair so (laughs) but i but i but i still will go and maybe check in on a few of my friends or family see if they've posted any updates um one thing that can be really helpful is if you just um instead of going to you know facebook.com maybe you, you set a bookmark for like um, for your Facebook groups page or for some other part of the website that you can go to directly without ever having to see that awful news feed. Um, I just think you'll save a lot of time and attention and energy if you if you try to avoid as many of the time-sucking parts of social media as you can. Um, so that's my first thing. It goes directly into my second idea, which is is try to get rid of as many of these endless feeds. Now, I know that there are some types of endless scrolling that can be beneficial. We talked about some great, great tumblers on the last episode. <laughs> really fun <laughs> get on an endless scroll. But I think in those cases, we're talking about um, a different kind of scrolling, which is where you have intentionally gone to a particular website that you want to look at the posts and it's like... Um, it's a nice, interesting diversion thing that you're going to specifically. But what I'm talking about is social media apps or websites where the the scroll just goes on forever and you didn't really ask for it. You know, you went there, like you, you go to Facebook to see what's happening with maybe you have a relative who has some, you know, photos of their dog or whatever that you <laughs> want to see. But before you know it, you get stuck down that that endless that endless scroll of the of the newsfeed. And I like, I'm kind of an internet news junkie, so I, I struggle with, with this. But there's a lot of ways that you can limit the this this tendency to get stuck on an endless scroll and still keep up with what's going on. You've probably all heard me talk a lot about getting your news not from not not from like Google News or Apple News or one of these things where you can just scroll all day, but but to curate your own sources, use something like um, like an RSS reader. You know, use a service like Feedly maybe, or one that I really like called Feedbin, where there's an end there's an end to the news. So you subscribe to all your favorite websites, and then you can check it in the morning, and it will tell you there was 15 new articles on TheVerge.com, and I can I can go through those, mark them as red, and they disappear. And that's, that's, you know, that's the end of it. There's an end to the feed. And I think that can be really helpful. Or if you don't want to do all of that, just maybe bookmark your favorite sites and just go check them like once a day so that you can go and be satisfied that you've seen everything that there was and you don't keep, um, you know, refreshing the feed and, and going on and on and on. So that's my second tip. Just try to get rid of endless feeds where you can. My third 
is to block ads and to block trackers. And my motivation for this is I have kind of conflicted about this because we know that all the websites we like to read make, you know, that they, that's how they make their money is by advertising. But more so than the invasiveness of the tracking that's behind a lot of the advertising is to me or the, the, the sort of privacy invasions that, that, that um, these ad companies have by tracking you to better sell ads against you. For me, my main motivation, honestly, for blocking ads is just how horrible they make all the websites look. Um, I just can't stand it. I, uh, whenever I use um, somebody's computer, like if I'm at somebody else's house or something and they show me something on the screen and they are not blocking ads, I'm reminded of just how terrible the, uh, the web is with ads on it these days. Oh, yeah, uh, you're so right. Isn't it just the worst? I don't know how anyone, anyone puts up with it, you know? Um, it's and, so it's, and it's unique. It's unique to the internet, too. It's, it's not like, you know, ads are different in a lot of different ways. Um, and, and the way that they work on non-internet parts of our life is more or less fine. You know, we've all accepted that you watch a TV show, it's, there's going to be commercial breaks. And for some reason, that is not nearly as disruptive as the way that they plaster these ads all over these web pages. I just, I just can't stand it. There's got to be a better way. I can't believe that, that we still, that we still do it this way, you know. And your sites will just load a lot faster if you, if you block the ads. True. That's true. I agree. Oh, and my last item is to, to use the internet to donate to good causes. I am not like a particularly um, uh, active person when it comes to you know, charitable donations and things, but the internet really does make it so easy that, that like, I, there's no reason not to do it. Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm the type of person who doesn't think about this a lot and I probably should, but, but I will, whenever there is, let's, there's no shortage of, you know, disasters and tragedies in the world. And whenever something is going on, you will very easily be presented with options to, make a donation or a contribution to to these things. And I will frequently do that when when those things pop up as they as they do all too much, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. And you, know, you can do it right from your phone or from Facebook or you know from your 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 Google account or whatever. You have all kinds of options to very easily make a donation in whatever amount that you that you can spare. And I think that's just a one of the greatest uses for for things like this. Um, when they make it that easy for me, it's kind of like when I go to check out at, you know, the Petco or whatever, and that little thing comes up when you put your card in that says, will you, will you donate a dollar to help, you know, homeless pets or whatever? I can't say no to that. It's They're making it too easy for me. So I take advantage of those things whenever I see them. Absolutely, yeah. I agree, Yes. It's another thing, like access. Like you have the access to use your voice uh, on the, online in such a positive way for whatever it is that you might believe in, and yet we use it to fight with each other. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true, so true. Well, those are my those are my four things. What do you have, Empress? Oh, so my or begins with. 
using fasting apps to help with your lifestyle. Now, I know this time that everybody is trying to find ways to get their health up, their immune system together, finding ways to change their diet and all that jazz. So if you need some help, especially if you have a busy life, it come, you know, things are starting to come opening again, you can use an app that I use. It's BodyFast. And you can actually <laughs> measure out what times of the day that you want to actually fast. You can actually do the intermittent fasting or you can actually do like the hardcore, hey, I'm going to fast three days straight, tie me, I'm going to go ahead for throttle. I like the app shows, you know, an hour before your fast starts and an hour before your fast ends. So it's like you're not just sitting, you know, it's like a little... Uh, achievement awards kind of like okay it's coming up okay I can wait I can wait another hour okay cool or okay I have one more hour living for myself mentally and emotionally and physically for this next coming fast (laughs) (laughs) a very specific one I did not expect I did not expect to see to see this on the list that's a, a very specific idea I will say one thing I'm not not fasting necessarily but um the pandemic has severely curtailed my access to my beloved fast food um, <laughs> so it's probably uh, it's probably had some health benefits <laughs> for me hey, it's great some some ways is better than none <laughs> but i would truly recommend if you're trying to start fasting or intermittent fasting if you're a beginner mm-hmm. body fast is definitely the way to go and also, you you're not committed to the said week. You can you know you can abort the week, or you know you can change the times. And also, you can update yourself. How, how much water did you drink? How much weight did you lose? How did the week treat you? Was it okay? Did you survive? You know that type of thing. So I like that. You know you can actually see yourself progress from, uh, throughout the the fasting period. Um, that would be that would be me. I'd be I'd be the one opting out. I'd be like, all right, so I'm gonna do the fasting this week, and then next week, I'd, I'd get like two days into it and be like, ah, the deal is off. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all about as if as long as you try a, a hour or two of fasting, that's that's all that matters. Your body will thank you. It, it, any any bit helps, <laughs> and okay. you'll feel you'll feel energetic because now you're kind of like you know. It's like you're using technology. It's, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's bad for your health. It's bad for your health. This app can actually do you some justice, you know? So, and it's it's really great for me. And I've put, I've been telling a lot of people about it. <laughs> I know it's big these days. I hear, I hear a lot about it. So, okay. And my next thing to do for, you know, the, 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 excuse me, the next thing to do online is cleaning emails. I know, I know it's a chore that a lot of people tend to ignore, but it when you're seeing, you know, that one pop-up, well, for iPhones, you see that, you know, thousand plus emails never read, it's like, okay, oh, this is very dumb. So, I mean, you have to kind of take the time out and, you know, and clean out that email because it's like, not only it's, it's kind of like that red warning sign that's just flashing and it's a nuisance. 
you're actually going through and actually saying, okay, what is there, you know, what's junk mail? What's something, oh, is there like uh, coupons that I never saw before that might actually help? Or, and also other articles and things of that nature in your emails. And once you're all done with that, you'll have so much peace in mind. It's so clean. And, and from there, you can actually, okay, each Sunday, I can start cleaning my emails. Okay, and this Sunday, I can probably make more folders so I can set them up a certain way. And I mean, actually take the time out to make the email work for you instead of the email, you working for the email. So, I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, well, you're speaking my language there. I'm, I'm definitely one of those people. I feel like there's there's like two types of people. There's people who obsessively clean out their emails, and then there's other people who just let thousands of emails pile up. Um <laughs> I'm and definitely the one of the is the worst. <laughs> yes, it is. Especially if you have multiple email accounts. <laughs> but I mean, it's from that you'll have, you know, you'll let the tattoo be in your favor because you'll you'll start to manage, you know, your your daily life, and that emails is a part of your daily life. You're gonna something's gonna pop up important in there, or something that you may need. Or just junk mail. Just it's it's not cute to have your like if you literally see your mail just stuck on the table, just cl- you know, cluttered everywhere. <laughs> you know, same thing. It's not cute. Just clean it up and oh. you'll be pretty good. I think a lot of people are afraid to delete old emails because of that that idea that oh, like oh, there's there's something in there that I might need to come back to, and it's like really, it's not that big of a deal. Just <laughs> it's just. Just feel, just, just delete them. Just delete them like crazy. If, if it's really that important, you can always get, get it sent back to you again. Or put it in a folder. <laughs> stuff it in a folder somewhere. Um, my next Mount Rushmore is, which I've been taking, I've been doing a lot more often, is taking pictures and photos with my family or a loved one. Um, I know this time of the pandemic, a lot of people are kind of tight. In cl- or in close quarters with certain family members, and especially you know if you're butt heads with certain ones, or you know there's a certain type of nicks, nooks in there. But actually taking the time out and actually videoing and actually taking pictures of when you guys are actually spending some type of time together, you can actually come back and reflect on that and, and say, oh my gosh, during a time like this, we actually got along. You know, you actually can. you know you can actually see okay we actually made memories in such a time period in our lives and not only that your if you have like young children around they can actually you know see okay on their on the television well if you can bluetooth your phone on the television they can see oh my gosh this is what we did in march this is what we did in april this is what we did in may oh my goodness i mean and also, if you want to, if you have, like, some people who like the physical copy, you can actually go to Walgreens and just print them out and make a um, photo album and then send them to people around or other loved ones so they can actually benefit from that. And at, especially at this time, we need to make memories with each other because you just don't know what's going to happen next. You just don't know. And to have that little moment on your phone or that little, like that two minute, five minute clip on your phone, that could bring out a lot of 
it, it could be great emotion. It could be sentimental emotion. Just you just need that right now. So I that is so that. sweet, Empress. That's <laughs> a nice thing. Like, oh, God bless you. <laughs> it really, it really is. But also, man, you're putting a lot of pressure. <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. You just don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna put fear in anything, but it's life it's you just don't know what life will throw at you and it's like you you have to take each moment and actually cherish it and if you have a phone that can take crisp pictures utilize it to the fullest abilities because you paid for it you know that's how i feel about it you pay for it use it i'm so guilty of never taking pictures on my phone i get called out on it all the time like my mom tells me all the time, like, what do you need that phone for if you're not even taking pictures? And I'm like, mom, uh, Reddit. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Reddit. I'm the I same way. I, uh, I go through my, you know, camera roll, and there'll be, like, one or two pictures a week, <laughs> you know? Right. And, okay. they're, and they're pretty much all of the cat. <laughs> oh, that's a moment though that's a cute moment that's a moment for you yeah it's like we have this ability to sort of document you know what's going on around us uh that previous generations just didn't have it and then i'm i'm over here just not using it at all so (laughs) it's a good reminder (laughs) just a a little push if if anything a few pictures a week with your loved ones or Take a couple selfies just to make you feel good, you know, just to see how you have dealt with situations throughout the year, oh, throughout the years, God forbid, uh, throughout the months. You can, actually, <laughs> you can actually see yourself actually grow and, and see how, you know, or videos and see, you know, what can I do better? What can I, you know, challenge myself to do and take a picture or photo or video of it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just please everybody use your phones for taking pictures and videos of your loved ones. You will not regret one bit. Pictures say a thousand words. <laughs> right. Mike, Empress made us look so self-centered. <laughs> no! <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> She's oh, over here talking about the future and making, like, it's just so wholesome. God bless you, Empress. Oh my I, God. I'm talking about, I, I went on a, like, 12-minute rant about reading books. No, that's still, that's still, you know, creating yourself, knowing yourself, and branching yourself out to more knowledge, so. Oh, no. my God. I was not fishing for compliments, Empress. I'm just saying, you are uh, <laughs> a kind of saint. <laughs> Such a good oh. oh, you guys are so sweet. <laughs> um, lastly, the last um, benefit to do, well, beneficial thing to do online which a lot of people nowadays are probably kind of flaky to look at is managing your finances. Yeah, right now, everybody is probably kind of in question about how they're getting some type of income right now. But still, you have to actually sit down and realize, okay, what do I have? What can I budget? What is my flow, uh, cash flow? I just, you know, proper financial so a particular app i use is the mint app and that app it connects to your um whatever bank you own all they need is like your rounding number and they'll sync you up that like that way and they will actually um if you're like a debit card user a heavy debit card user 
they'll actually show, okay, this month of July, you, you know, they'll show, okay, this is the categories you're spending in. Do you, and also if you're saying you go into like a store and you're trying to split the um, set categories, you can do that. So you don't have, um, so you can kind of see it, you know, in definition where your money is actually going. Also, the duration of the year, they'll show your cash flow, how much you're bringing in in the month versus how much you're um, exiting out. And also budgeting. Everybody, you know, we have goals, financial goals in our life to, you know, whether they're big or small. And this app in particular, it helps you to save towards that said goal. Like, say, if you're saving up for a car. You can actually set up, okay, this month I want to save up $25 towards a car. It'll actually show up, okay, this month, letting you know, are, are you going to save $25? Okay, did you save $25? You know, it gives you that kind of uh, that notification, which is kind of like, okay, let me start saving. Let me start budgeting. Let me calm down with, with whatever spending I'm doing right now. And lastly, um, it also, if you want it to, it can sync your bills in. Like say if you have a T-Mobile bill or if you have a, a reoccurring, excuse me, yes, a reoccurring bill. It'll actually sync those in and it can show you, hey, your bill's due on the 10th. Do you want to pay it now or are you going to pay it on the 10th? Okay, is it this bill? It's going to become past due. It's going to, it's, it's a great, you know, it's a great reminder to let you know, okay, I have to manage myself. <laughs> and especially right now in this time, we have to kind of sit down and figure out, okay, needs versus wants, wants versus needs. We, I mean, we desire both, but we have to level out, which is worth it at the time. And I believe that Mint, the Mint app is a great starter for those who wants to manage their finances. That is very, very practical advice. That's another one of those things. Doing your finances is like another one of those self-improvement, like eating your vegetables kind of internet things <laughs> that people <laughs> want to do. But mm-hmm. it's, it's very helpful. That is one thing that I actually have done. Uh, started doing, you know, finally during this this pandemic because I have been going through once a month and I'm not using an app for it yet, but I just download, I will download all of my transactions from my bank mm-hmm. um, once a month. And I will actually put them in a spreadsheet, put them in Excel and like go through each line. It's painful. Um, oh, and, school. And, Old yeah. School. And like, you know, and put them into categories and, you know, look at how much, you know, we're spending on the groceries and whatnot. And and then see how much did we did we were we able to save any money this month or not? And then it it is it's like um, it's one of those things that like nobody wants to do it, but the internet can make it easier to do it, and it's probably a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and the app itself is user friendly. They basically give you a tutorial throughout the whole process, as well as when you're you know processing your transactions um it'll explain okay are you sure you want to put it in this transact um, put it in this category or if there's trans if they are transactions that are missing a said vendor you can actually like recategory it recategory got yeah. put it in another place okay um and also 
what I like about it is that um, it'll show investments. If you're an investor or you're trying to look into investing, the app will kind of show you, hey, if you're trying to invest in certain stocks over here, you could, or if you're trying to invest in this company, and also it'll show your uh, investments and it'll, and it'll show your net worth. It'll actually calculate you which I really like. <laughs> so it's, it's like, like you said, everybody doesn't want to sit down and talk about their financial income or financial, you know, their financial management. They don't really like to sit down because it's like, okay, I really have to crunch some numbers and the numbers may not be in my favor, but, <laughs> but it actually is show you, okay, this, well, this coming month, I could do better in certain ways. I could cut back or I can so, if you want to download an app, Mint is... Okay. This has all been, like, really great stuff. Uh, I'm glad that we, we took a moment during this, this whole pandemic time to sort of get our digital well-being in order. I think this, is, this has been good. We should do this again someday. Um, I do have one more thing I want to mention uh, before we wrap up. I have a seen anything good... I saw one good thing this week, and I'm going to put a link to this article down in the show description. But there is a way now that you can you can you can set your background on your Chrome new tab page to be a animated GIF. I did say GIF, um, <laughs> and I think it's I think it's wonderful. <laughs> it's like um, uh, I found this great like sort of animated city skyline picture. It's very subtle, but it has like you can see little lights twinkling on and off in the background. And I put that as my Chrome background. And I just sometimes will go to a new tab and it comes up and I just kind of sit there looking at it for a while. And it's, it's nice. Uh, it's a small thing, but I think it's a it's a, it's quite lovely. So uh, check out the check out the article on how to do that from theverge.com. I'll put it in the description down below. And um, I think everybody should give that a try. It's it's fun. Okay. Well, thanks again, folks, for tuning in this week. We'll see you all again soon. Um, until ne- next time, Sarah. Um. Damn, I forget <laughs> <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Oh, I was trying man. to think something that I actually say. <laughs> I can never remember what the hell I'm supposed to say here. This is so um, cute. Oh. oh no. I always wait for this part. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing for us? <laughs> you better cut this out, Mike. You better. <laughs> I cannot remember. Oh, well. Help me. What was it? it? Spicy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, I didn't say that. It was cute though. Yeah. Uh, should we should we should we go over it again? Should we take it from the top? Cue me up again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um. Okay. So until next time, Sarah. Keep it spicy. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Empress? Wear your mask and wash your hands. 
of course you gotta keep doing those things and um and before we go i just want to give a shout out to uh, someone we haven't seen in a while shout out to the stamp man um wherever you are out there we hope to see you again soon and keep stamping keep on stamping keep on stamping <laughs> bye bye folks